0: Hello <laughs> and welcome to the recordings of a fangirl, hashtag sarcasm football edition on this rainy, cold, yucky Wednesday here in New York, the 5th of October, 2022. i two. I'm just had to eat my breath this quick, so hold on a minute. Um, I, I can honestly say I think the drought is over now. I think we got like three inches of rain in like 24 hours. Um, It rained yesterday. It's raining now. Oh, my God, it's terrible. But I'm happy that we got the rain. I'm grateful for the rain. I just wish it wasn't so cold. So let me see my thermometer here. It says it's 53. Well, that one's always so slow. That one, I have two different thermometers. That one always is like behind. Anyway, so I'll start off with baseball quick and just want to congratulate Aaron Judge on 62 home runs. Um, Now you don't have to worry about um, being interrupted in your sports, your daily sports, your other teams for the chase. And it's important. And I'll say this, why it's important. It's important because Barry Bonds cheated to get to 73. Aaron Judge did it clean to get to 62. And not only that, he sets an American League record, because Barry Bonds was in the National League. That's why it's important. Like to me, Barry Bonds set the National League record at 73. Aaron Judge has set the American League record at 62, but clean. And he should win the MVP. I know like the Triple Crown is like over and he has no chance, I don't think. With one game left and i don't even know if he's playing tonight but he should win mvp he is the most valuable player you ought to meet the most valuable player in any sport is the guy that propels the team to the playoffs propels his team um the angels haven't made the playoffs since god only knows um it's not i'm not taking anything away from ashanti ashanti whatever his name is like i don't even care <laughs> that's how bad i am I'm like yo, he pitches and he hits Ooh, so exciting um he's a double-edged sword player he can pitch and strike you out and then he can turn around and hit the ball out of the park great but his team sucks so he hasn't propelled his team anywhere by doing both on both sides of the plate well aaron judge while the team sucked in July and August, carried his team in those two months. Carried his team on his back, just him. All the injuries and them going, you know, losing the biggest lead they had. But unlike the Mets, they didn't lose first place. They never fell out of first place. Uh, so there's that. Anywho. And then oh, and then um, Cole has the Yankees record now for the most strikeouts in a year. So there's that too. I had to throw that in there. Okay. So a lot to talk about. Football wise week five coming up. First thing I want to talk about is the stupid rumors going and swirling around about Tom Brady and Giselle. First of all, is it a surprise to me? no it's not a surprise to me um it's never a surprise when an athlete puts his sport ahead of himself because that's what he should do like if you heard me last week talk about dating an athlete um if you're gonna date an athlete let alone marry an athlete you have to know that you're never going to be the first priority. And you're going to have to accept the fact that you're never going to be number one until the guy retires. And he should be able to retire on his terms, not anybody else's terms. Um, I think Giselle's is being selfish, and thinking about herself and her like, she's just thinking about herself. She has never played a sport. She has never understood what it takes to be a fucking ass athlete because she's just a supermodel she just walks down a runway all day long and gets dressed in different outfits oh that's so hard that is terribly hard to do meanwhile tom is you know he gets hit he gets knocked down he has to you know he, he's got to be in physical shape to throw the football and run and all this kind of stuff and and she's i can understand she wants him to be home she's worried I can understand that. Football is not an easy sport. We see it with brain injuries. We've seen it with CET, CTE. We see it with everything. We see it. We see what happens when guys retire, some of them. It really does affect them when they retire. Some of them don't even know what the hell to do when they retire. But he's been in this league god forever it's it seems like forever right i believe it's 25 years you just gotta understand where he's coming from and i don't think she wants to understand where he's coming from i think right now she's just thinking about herself but i'm not going to jump to conclusions because there's a post New York Post article and this, you know, page six article and this article on this and this one coming out saying sources tell me no no anytime anybody uses the word sources I laugh because I can use the word sources. I can tweet sources tell me that so and so is this or so and so said that or so and so is doing that. I can I can just use that word sources or the insider that I know told me stop jumping to conclusions um someone said well it's a personal issue yes but he's he's in the spotlight so unfortunately when you're in the spotlight it's not a personal issue um and then and then people paying attention to antonio brown oh god stop giving antonio brown attention you can there's something mentally wrong with that man there is something mentally wrong with him he has he's burned his bridge to play in the NFL. We shouldn't be talking about him anymore, and I won't be either. So let's keep going. OK, so that's like that issue that everybody's been talking about and I was talking about for the last two days with, with Tom Brady. And you can tell that it's having an effect. Whatever he's going through personally, he's brought onto the field, which is usually something he doesn't do. So you can tell it's bothering him. But like I've said, he has one of the worst head coaches coaches in football. He has bowls. Todd Bowles is not a head coach. Okay, we've seen how it played out with the Jets. He's an awesome defensive coordinator. He rocks the defense, but as a head coach, he stinks. So I don't know what else there is to say. And of course, Tampa's missing certain pieces, certain certain players. I will I'm gonna say this I will be shocked if they don't even make the playoffs because I still think they'll make the playoffs I don't know not if they're gonna win the division like I thought they would. Um, so we'll see what happens with Tampa. But anyway week five. Alright, so let's go through the injury report first because there are injuries galore unfortunately and then let's talk about we'll talk about two again. Okay, so Jonathan Taylor. Javon Williams and Cordell Patterson all went down last week Cordell Patterson was on my fantasy team he's on injured reserve now so I had to get somebody to. um, Obviously. replace him, so you have greedy Williams on Cleveland Browns. Um, Browns activated greedy ham um, from injured reserve 20 minutes ago actually. You have commanders. brian rob robinson he was officially to return to practice you have um blake Borles, retire um he has uh, announced his retirement you have 49ers um offensive tackle colton suffered an ML- mcl sprain you have lions kicker mike bagley he's back to the practice squad sent to the practice squad you have Eagle special teams coordinator Michael Clay said that Jake Elliott has a chance to play week five um obviously Tua let me just get to Tua a minute he had a concussion in week three he shouldn't have been allowed to be back into that game and then we all know what happened week four He will not be back. I'm going to tell you until probably right now on the cautious side, week 8 or 9. Because they have to be cautious of him because he had two concussions in a week. Which is unacceptable. All right. So, Broncos quarterback Russell Wilson dinged up his shoulder in Sunday's loss to the Raiders. Um so we'll see just how sore he is okay Daniel Jones had an ankle injury he left Sunday's win with an ankle injury It's considered day to day while tests will will continue there's some optimism that he plays which means uh, Barkley can play running back and not do you know But anyway, he can play running back. He can score. uh, Barkley played quarterback, which was, I thought, hysterical. But they did such a great job. Those two. See, those two need each other. Daniel Jones needs Barkley. Um, um, they ran that Wildcat series with Barkley and Jones. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, and they're also in the Giants versus the Packers. Are the London game, by the way. All right, so Dak, Dak Prescott with the thumb, he had his stitches removed. He's scheduled to begin throwing this week, but according to some reports, um, week six seems like the likeliest. But Cooper Rush is three and zero. So what do you do? <laughs> I do not want to be. I do not want to be the Dallas Cowboys. Jamin Jameis Winston with his back injury. Tr- back injury kept him out of practice all week and then he's ruled out for sunday's game so andy dalton will be under center then you have jonathan taylor ankle and toe he's dealing with mild turf toe um and then of course uh patterson lands on the er with a knee injury um he's I, i don't know if he's gonna play or not then you have the knee injury with um Williams, he has a torn ACL, but the MRI revealed a torn LCL. So that's even worse. So we'll see what happens with him. I wish him the best. Then you have um, Alvin Kamara, Kamara ribs. He's still dealing with his rib injury. So I don't know. Um, Then we have uh, leg injury for Brian Robinson on Washington. He's been cleared to practice. After being, after being shot twice in an armed robbery. Okay, so, I mean, look at that. So what happens now is Robbins has been activated off the NFL non-football injury list, and they have 21 days to determine if he's ready to go, or they'll leave him on the, uh, the non-football injury list all season long. All right. Hill... On Baltimore, Justice Hill looked really good before his hamstring blew on a 12-yard run. So we will see what happens. Um, Allen on Los Angeles, LAC, the Chargers. Um, They said he's day-to-day, but we'll see. Then you have Brown on Detroit. With his ankle. Shouldn't be anything long-term. T. Higgins with Cincinnati with an ankle. He's dealing with an ankle injury. Um, Early signs point to him being able to play Sunday night against the Ravens. You have Michael Thomas with a toe injury. Uh, You have Bateman on Baltimore dealing with a foot injury. I mean, like, the list goes on and on. Um, I mean, I can give you other people that are still here. You have another guy who has a concussion, which is... Um, Isaiah McKenzie. he is an NFL pro- co- 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 oh my God, he is an NFL concussion protocol, and Jameson Crowder is likely to head to the IR with a broken ankle. So I think the Jets are happy they didn't resign him. I feel bad for him, but that's just the way it is. Kenny uh, Galloway. It was on the field, but now he's dealing with a knee injury that will likely keep him out of the Giants' Week Five uh, game. Um, Evan Neal is okay, and and Tyrod Tyrod Taylor is in the concussion protocol. And then you—that's why you had uh, Barkley playing quarterback when Daniel Jones went out, and then they had to put in Tyrod Taylor. Then he got hurt. Oh my God, it was a mess noah brown with a neck injury i mean there's so many there's so many injuries okay so let's do the defense rankings all right let's see all right defense rankings obviously philly is number one so philly number one number two is buffalo number three is kansas city number four is the Packers number five San Francisco I'll do the top 10 number six is Cincinnati number seven is the Ravens number eight is Tampa Bay number nine is Minnesota and number 10 are the dolphins. Now, let me tell you where the locals here in New York are. We will get to that hold the boat. I have to just scroll my scroll giants are number 19 they were previously ranked at number 22nd so and where would the giants be without Barkley? the veteran running back is healthy and running and back to his di- uh full dynamic status um he also played quarterback and he was out of the wildcat a couple times so I mean hello but the their ranking is number 19 Hold on, we're getting we're getting close. The Jets are twenty six um, on the on the ranking. Previous ranking was number thirty one. Welcome back, Zach Wilson, which we're going to get to. Um, and then Brees Hall obviously reached the goal line just barely with the go ahead TD. New York had its second stunning comeback in three weeks. will Wilson back. The Jets have a buzz so we'll see what happens there let's get into week five quickly and then i'll talk about zach wilson because there's a lot to discuss okay so tomorrow night thursday night football unfortunately it's on amazon for those people colts vs broncos i will pick the broncos then you have sunday morning game 9 30 in the morning here for new yorkers and for the packers fans um giants versus the packers that's a tough one to pick like i think the giants are showing you um the change in their culture the change in their attitude um the packers have aaron Rodgers, and aaron takes no shit literally from anybody coaching coaches Defense guys, guys on his offensive line, um, nothing. So, and I already told you I picked Aaron Rodgers to win MVP, league MVP. So, that's a tough one. I'll have to come back to that one. All right, Steelers, Bills. I picked the Bills. Dolphins, Jets. Now, Dolphins without Tua. Here, I'm going to say that the Jets are going to win. They're going to create a buzz around here. Um, that doesn't mean that they're going to make the playoffs, but I still think that without Tua in and all the controversy that's following the Dolphins with the concussion and the, and the medical staff and things that have happened, um, I, ooh, excuse me, I still think that the Jets are going to pull this one off. Now, I thought they'd lose last week. I was. am honest. I thought they would lose last week. They actually pulled that. They pulled that off. So I'm going to still say the Jets win this game. Okay, Bears versus Vikings. I put. The, I pick the Vikings. Rams, Cowboys. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with the Cowboys. I think it's going to make it even harder for um for the coaching staff. Who are you gonna put? You're gonna put in Zach. Dak, or you're going to keep cooper until he loses all right lions patriots i picked the lions i think the lions are so much better than last year and the patriots are sinking um chargers browns browns had a tough week last week they're playing the chargers i'm just going to go with the chargers jaguars texans i picked the jaguars i think the jaguars jaguars are so much better than last year bucks falcons i picked the bucks um Titans and Commanders. I pick the Titans. The Commanders are going to get the first pick of the draft. That's how bad they are. The Commanders stink. Seahawks, Saints, I will pick the Saints. Panthers, 49ers. The 49ers, they're better than the Panthers. The Panthers problem is not a quarterback. I don't know how many times I had to say this. So you threw in Baker Mayfield and you all thought, oh, we're going to win now. We got a good quarterback. Yeah, but you still have the sucky coaching staff. Do you see how important a coaching staff is now do you understand it doesn't matter if Sam Darnold is the quarterback or not. It's the coaching staff that's dragging you guys down it's the coaching staff it's the offensive coordinator it's the defensive coordinator and it's the head coach who shouldn't even be a head coach in this league. They have no idea what the fuck they're doing out there. They got no idea. They, I thought the Jets coaching staff was terrible. I look at the Panthers coaching staff, they're 10 times worse. Eagles, Cardinals, I'm going to say the Eagles are going to win again. Cowboys, Rams, I'm picking the Cowboys. Bengals, Ravens, I'm picking the Bengals. I think they got on a little, I think Joe Burrow is getting a little bit better now. I, I remember I sat him down. I put him in the first week. I sat him down in the first two weeks. I sat him down last two, three, and four. So he's back in on my fantasy team now. Raiders-Chiefs, Monday night football. Mm, I picked the Chiefs. All right. So now let's think about Zach Wilson for a minute, right? So Zach Wilson's back. What did he show in his first game back. Um, he, was show, he showed poise, definitely showed poise in the comeback. Questions still remain about his development. This doesn't mean that, oh, we have a quarterback. We have a quarterback, because I've heard some people um, talking about this, and I'm just gonna tell you no. Um, New York, the Jets trailed 20 to 10 early in the fourth quarter before Wilson, and the Jets mounted a rally to push their record to two and two. Wilkinson, he definitely showed rust in the beginning. He completed 8 of 24 passes in the first 3 quarters. New York went 6 straight possessions without a point during one stretch. In the 4th quarter though, he completed 10 of 12 passes including 5 of 5 on the go ahead drive for 128 yards. Okay. He 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 finishes the day last week 18 of 36 for 252, one touchdown, two interceptions. Those two interceptions were terrible. Terrible, terrible throws. What the hell was he throwing at? But then again, he was rusty. So I give him a break. He was coming off rust. We saw that. Um, he, he definitely shows what it takes to be considered a closer. Um, he, he has talent. You can't teach patience and getting the job done. And he made big time throws in the fourth quarter. That's what a closing type quarterback, a franchise quarterback does. He has, he's just on the edge of that, in my opinion. He's just on the edge. But he did some immature things in the first half. He made some throws and some plays with the game on the line. Those two touchdown drives at the end, those showed a lot of growth. So, uh, I don't know. he had some insane escapes from inside the pocket and he flashed his arm talent throughout the game. He also showed you misfires. Like I said, those two interceptions, but overall on the road against a stingy defense, he had a solid outing. So my grade for him, you know, A, B, C, D, E, F, whatever. E, I will give E for excellence, yes. Um, former teacher here, E for excellence. Um, I'm gonna give him a B+. Plus because he did he was rusty in the beginning he his comeback was great the only thing i can't stand and i'm going to tell you is is when he did when he did the stupid fucking dance and then social media team had to throw that shit on there during the game and then we have to talk about all the other nonsense stuff which i'm not going to talk about because jets fans are stupid um, i'm just gonna tell you that Jets fans are stupid. Uh, he did the critic great i'm happy he can dance um, <laughs> i'm happy he can dance people um but that 's not what he's there for and they put that on social it was like early in the, it was early when they had a ten nothing lead uh Wait until the game's over to put on that uh, to put on that shit on social media you don't put that on during the game. you put that on after the game is over, not during. Like their social media team has to learn how and when to post stuff. Um, uh, do, 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 do. And then, you know, then there's a Zach Wilson meme So it's a meme people. It's a meme. If you remember, Zach Wilson said in the beginning of the season, he deleted all the social media apps from his phone. He does not look at social media. Now, do I believe that he doesn't look at social media? No, I believe he has his burner accounts all set up and he's reading every stupid shit that people are posting. And he's probably checking out his Twitter account. He's probably checking out his Insta. He's probably reading everything there is to read about him. He's probably doing it because that's what athletes do, by the way. If you don't know that they have they have at least two Instagram burners and at least two Twitter burner accounts. Um, but, you know, the Tom Brady and Giselle divorce rumors were emerging. And then there was a stupid meme that some stupid jerk created where it said, oh, don't worry, Giselle, I got you. And then, of course, the jet fan, you know, um, who wants to ignore the fact. That we have to repeat this stupid shit, but ignore the fact that he cheated on his girlfriend no less so he cheated on his girlfriend he's a cheater but then cheated with the married mom see they don't want the guys on twitter who are jets fans don't want to include the fact that he that she was married because then it makes it better and it makes it better when they all they they get rid of that stuff and they just add in the hot mom see so we already saw AB post up that stupid picture of Giselle hugging him after they won the Super Bowl or whatever it is, right, after they won the Super Bowl, and he, he was a clown posting that shit up. Everybody's going to post stuff up now with Giselle. Leave her alone. Number one, leave her alone. Number two, she's still fucking married. She's still married. Whether you want to admit it or not, she's still married. And I don't know what the fucking obsession with that, with that shit is. Um, and if you're on TikTok, you'll see the obsession because men are stupid. Um, more concerned about how a woman looks and the weight of a woman than themselves. They point the finger, not the thumb. So always point the thumb before you point the finger at somebody else. And the thumb, what I mean by that is when you point the thumb, you're pointing the thumb to yourself. You have men out here who are out of shape, you have men here who don't care about their appearance, you have men out here that are fat ass slobs, you have men out here that are sexist pigs, you have men out here who shouldn't be on social media, who tweet this stupid shit. So to all the ladies out there, if you want to know how your man feels about your relationship with him if you are in a relationship with him, just go look on Twitter. Just go look at the tweets and replies and you can see how your man feels about cheating. You can see how your man feels about being about sex, uh, he, about sexism. You can see how your man feels about how women need to keep them, their appearance up but men don't. You can see all that on Twitter. I'm telling you, just go on your man's tw- just find out what your man's Twitter account is. Just ask him, say, oh, "I just want to follow you." See, you know, because I'll learn a lot from you. You know, I'll follow you, whatever. Uh, or just take his phone and look at it. I don't care. <laughs> go on Twitter on his app, and boom, there you are. Take a screenshot of it, and there you go. Because it looks stupid. And the Jets fans always are embarrassing, because they care more about him dancing and doing the gritty, Zach Wilson, than they did about winning games. Thank God they pulled that game off and won. Now, I know uh, Pickett came in, and and Kenny Pickett's going to get the start this week. I still don't think the Steelers are going to win and pull it off. Sorry, but not sorry. I think they're pulling uh, Mitch Trubisky out a little too soon. Um, You're going to have ups and downs now with Kenny as quarterback. He's going to have a lot to learn. Um, Do I think it's good for Kenny Pickett? Yes. Do I think you're going to have growing pains? Oh, God, yes. You know, getting um, trying to find your quarterback after you had Big Ben for all those years is going to be hard. It's going to be tough for the, for the Steelers fan and for the Steelers in general, but we'll see. But back to, back to Zach. See, so what the Jet fan actually intends to do, instead of praising Zach for his, for his accomplishment on the field on Sunday, you take that away, you, you limit it, by only talking about off the field and memes and dancing and and frankly um he could have done the gritty a little bit better you know out of 10 i give him a seven for that i've seen other players do that shit better and i tell you what it's defensive players defensive players know how to dance so much better than offensive players offensive players have no rhythm um and by the way, ladies that'll listen, if you want to know how good a guy is in bed, just go watch him dance. And I'll just leave it at that. Uh, Zach has a lot to learn. Okay. So fantasy team. So I'll tell you, let me see if I can find any of my fantasy, my fan, my fantasy team. So I'll tell you. So in one league, I'm 0 for, but that's the league I don't care about. Sorry, but not sorry. I don't. About it, um, but the league that I care about, I'm two and two. So I won last week. So this week, because that's the only one I'm going to um, tell you about. So this week I have Joe Burrow starting. I have Allen as my wide receiver from the Los Angeles Rams. I have Jerry Judy and I have Chase Edmonds. I have Jamal Williams. I have T.J. Hawkinson and I have Tyler Higbee. Those are my starters. Um, my kicker is Evan McPherson, and my defense is Green Bay. So, there you go. And speaking of – so, now Green Bay is playing the Giants, and I didn't pick a winner. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with Green Bay. I'm going to go with Green Bay. I think Green Bay is going to win. Um, Not by much. I'll go 27-24 for that one. That's the only one I'm going to give you a score. 27-24. Sorry, but that's just the way I feel. Um, I think Green Bay is going to come out winning, and I think, you know, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Um, I just have a feeling. feeling. So, okay, quarterbacks. Ready? Um. Let's see. Here's we um here are the quarterbacks in a rank. Not my ranking, but just a ranking. Hertz is number one, Allen is number two, Lamar Jackson's three, Mahomes is four, Herbert is five, Joe Burrow is six, Kyle Murray is seven, Tom Brady is eight, Carr is nine, cousins is ten, Lawrence is eleven, Russell Wilson is twelve, Aaron Rodgers is thirteen, Statford is fourteen, Goff is 15, so those two that got traded for each other are like right neck and neck. Geno Smith is 16, Wentz is 17, Daniel Hill is 18, and Jimmy Garoppolo is 19, Jacob, Jacoby Brissett is 20. Let me say, wait, let me finish going on the ranking, sorry bridgewater is 21 my marcus mariota is 22 zach wilson's 23 which is not bad for his first start by the way daniel jones is 24 i think daniel jones should be higher than zach wilson but that's beside the point cooper rush is 25 winston is 26 fields is 27 matt ryan is 28 andy dalton is 29 kenny pickett is 30 davis mills is 31 baker is 32 um, Zappy, who he looked pretty good when he was out there. I mean, I think New England has a, a decent quarterback in a backup in Zappy, since you don't have Mac Jones out there. So it's going to be interesting to see Mac Jones and Bailey Zappy fight it out, I think, next season. All right, And then you have Brian Hoyer at 34. those are the rankings this week I will I will support Zach Wilson this week I think um I think he needs a lot of support um good support support not about his dancing not about hot moms not about supermodels not about any of that stupid fucking shit He needs support for him being on the field. He's so close. Like I told you, he's on the edge of showing you that he is the franchise quarterback for the Jets since Namath. He is that freaking close. So I will support you, Zach. I will be wearing your shirt on Sunday. I will support you, and I hope that you can pull off a win. I think you can. I think think the Jets are so talented. Hopefully the coaching staff doesn't fuck up they looked much better they looked more prepared they looked more on the same page um in in week last week in week four um the play calling was a little bit better so we'll see um oh i think what i want to do also this week is i want to give you another favorite play and explain some sort of playing but i was going to do that but then I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, I have to do football 101 for my cheerleading team because some girls do not understand football. And I'm like, oh, my God, we cannot cheer at football games if we don't understand shit. Um, so last week I talked about the slant arrow concept. I think you should go listen to it. If you want to learn about the slant arrow, which I think I should just write a blog post about, to tell you the truth. Um. But I don't know. I think this, oh, you know what I should do? Wait, screw that. I'm not going to do the play. I'm going to do, because I did Slant Arrow concept last week, and I explained it. Um, but what I'm going to do this week is football 101. <laughs> For women who don't understand um, um football, maybe. But we can do the post route. So, okay, so a post route is a moderate to deep passing route in which a receiver runs 10 to 20 yards from the line of scrimmage straight down the field, then cuts toward the middle of the field towards the facing goal posts, hence the name post route at a 45 degree angle. It's not that hard to do really it's not it's 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 not so. The first thing, so I want to talk about this, right? I want to talk about this post, um, the root tree for receivers I have, and I have a great, oh my God, I should I so should post this. Um, the root tree, which I think every football player understands, but a lot of fans don't. So I think I'll post that picture when I post this, um, obviously when I post this uh, podcast, but, and here's a big but, I think a lot of women don't understand things. So let me talk about, I'll talk definitions in football. So we'll do a quick one. We'll, we'll do, <laughs> I'll try to do my best definitions of football. So I have to find my list. Hold on a minute now. I don't want to do positions. I'll just do. um definitions used in football oh wait a minute Oh, definitely football positions where's my list football positions hold on i have uh literally i have this written down i'm not kidding because when well, my cheerleaders have to understand football when we're cheering for them so i uh, i don't like when they don't understand shit i don't Okay, so here's my football terminology. All right, so a back pass, a pass that a player makes back towards their own goal, usually made back to the goalkeeper. This is often a defensive move to restart a new phase of play. Okay. Um, Corner kick, a free kick taken from the corner of the field by an attacker. The corner kick is a war, okay, no, sorry. That's not what I wanted. I actually had to explain other sports to people too, for God's sakes. Um, like, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, I had to explain soccer to somebody else too. <laughs> oh God, where is it? I have it on here. Terminology. Um. Okay. Is this it now? a fuddle, Yes. Okay, here we are. This is my term. I, I literally had to explain soccer to somebody the other day. And I was saying, like, because I hate soccer. And this is why I, I hate soccer. And I explained why I hate soccer when I was talking about their terms. Sorry, I'm not a soccer fan. Okay, line of scrimmage, which is the most important thing because women have no idea. What's the line of scrimmage? Okay, the line of scrimmage is the imaginary invisible line that extends from an unsnapped ball to the two sides of the field. Neither team is allowed to cross this line until the ball is snapped and play begins. A fumble means to lose hold of it after having grabbed or carried it. Other teams allowed to pick it up, which is called a turnover. A muff is when the player touches the ball without successfully holding it. For example, a punter a punt returner may bobble the ball and let it hit the ground without ever actually managing to grab it. Like a fumble, the other team's allowed to recover a muffed ball, and we still call it a turnover. The huddle is when players gather in the circle. A blitz is a high-risk play in which the defense sends more players than normal to try to tackle the ball carrier. Okay, a quarterback is sacked if the tackle behind the line of scrimmage while still in possession of the ball. If they're tackled behind the line of scrimmage, that's called a a sack, a scramble is when the quarterback runs the ball on what was supposed to be a passing play. A scramble is usually a desperation move. So he's trying to avoid being sacked. Special teams refers to people who are kickers and punters. A safety. Right, well, whatever. a safety is a scoring a play in which the offensive player is tackled in his own end zone. So that and that's 2 points by the way. Um okay. The pocket is a physical space that the quarterback has to move while attempting to throw the ball. After a play begins, the offensive linemen often move backward to form a horseshoe-like shape around the quarterback to protect him. The linemen are trying to prevent a defensive player from getting into this area tackling the quarterback. Like I literally had to explain that like last week. Um what else I have to explain? Um, no, 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 I didn't have to explain. Oh, the Wildcat. The Wildcat formation is usually offensive foreman in which the ball is snapped to an, another offensive player besides the quarterback. Wildcat plays can often result in very unusual situations, such as a quarterback catching a touchdown pass. I mean, this is like, yeah. You know. And then I had to explain like each team, each team gets four downs. So the defense guys are out there for four downs and the offensive guys are out there for four downs unless they go 10 yards. So every 10 yards, they get a first down. That's what a first down means because when my girls ask me, "What? why do we have that cheer first and 10? And so for people who know it goes first and 10, let's do it again, first and 10 and out. Yeah. So they're like, what does that mean? And I go, because they went 10 yards. So every time the team goes 10 yards, they get a first down. These are things I have to explain. And I do so, so my cheerleading team doesn't look stupid, because there are cheerleading teams out there that look stupid and have no idea what football is and my team is not one of them. So there's your little lesson if you had no idea ladies what football is and some terminologies. I will do that again trust me there's more terminologies terms in football that a lot of people have no idea so we'll go through that again and then i'll tell you another play next week. So enjoy watching your football. Enjoy brunch on Sunday in New York. Here we can have brunch. I know it's nine thirty, but you can still have brunch at nine thirty. Your stomach doesn't know what time it is. (laughs) Your stomach has no idea. All right. So I will see you all Friday if you are a hockey fan, especially if you are a New York Rangers fan. I will see you on Friday for the recordings of Fangirl hashtag Sarcasm Hockey Edition audio. No video this week. Ta ta.